0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brickenridge, weekdays twelve thirty to three seven seventy CHQR. Who let, the who, 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 who let the dogs out! Okay, there's a pretty good chance that even just in that seven seconds. That song got stuck in your head. And there's also a pretty good chance that if it did, you're not happy about it. You all know that song. Everybody knows that song. But you probably don't know the history of that song. Or even why you should care about the history of that song. So I'm going to take the next few minutes here convincing you that there is a fascinating story to be told here. In fact, it is the subject of a new documentary called Who Let the Dogs Out? Making its Canadian premiere... Tomorrow night is part of the Calgary Underground Film Festival, 7 o'clock tomorrow night at Globe Cinema or CalgaryUndergroundFilm.com. Alberta-born filmmaker Brent Hodge, known for the documentaries I Am Chris Farley, Freaks and Geeks, the documentary, among others, is the director of Who Let the Dogs Out. He's going to be in attendance at the screening tomorrow night, and he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Brent, so great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I love the intro music. <laughs> well,
0: uh, it seemed pretty fitting. So I guess the obvious question is, is now how you zeroed in on this very well-known, obviously, uh, but perhaps somewhat polarizing song uh, as a topic for a documentary film?
1: Well, I saw this guy, his name is Ben Sisto, and he does a live TED Talk type thing about Who Let the Dogs Out and its origin story. And I saw it live in Boston one night. And I was like, this is a movie. This is, this is incredible. I just have to follow this guy's research and, and, and bring it to the screen. And So I talked to him, and I said, do you want to turn this into a documentary? Um, and I was just fascinated with how many people, you know, up to nine different versions of the song, and nine different people claim that they wrote this song. And I was like, we've got to get to the bottom of this. We've got to figure out who let the dogs out."
0: Okay, because as we know it, I mean, as the story, I guess, that probably most people would know, was a song that came out in the year 2000. It was the Baja Men. I don't know whatever became of them, but uh, they did that song, and it became a huge hit, and and that's the story, but that's, that's not... This, well, I mean, it's true that they released this song, but I guess there's there's so much more to this story, isn't there?
1: Well, the first people we interviewed was the Baja Men. We kind of started there, and they just claim, yeah, it was a great song. It was a cover song. You know, we heard it. It was a calypso song down here, the Bahamas and Trinidad. it become quite popular, and we thought we'd make our own version. We didn't really know where it came from. We just got the copyright. But if you dive further, you realize, oh, there's a lot more. There's a lot more to origin stories of songs and copyright. Who owns them? And there's you know, a version that was done in London. There's a version that was done uh, in, as a high school chant in Michigan. There's a Miami-based music version of it. And like, whoa, all these are connected, but also not connected. But, you know, meeting every person that created the song, realize no one's actually a liar. Like, they all, they all have a very <laughs> legit story of, of making this thing.
0: And, and this goes back, like, this goes back a long way. I mean, it, it takes you back to the 80s, but even, even apparently this goes back a lot further than that.
1: Well, it was um, 1992 was where Ben Sisto left his, his live talk. He said, it looks like it's 1992 in Jacksonville. And then as we started making this film, we realized that it actually goes much further as a high school football chant. And it goes back to 1986. This is as far back as we've gotten so far. There's going to be probably more.
0: Now, in terms of making a film about a song like this, because even though other people may have had their own versions of it, the one that came out in 2000 is the one we all know. It's a pretty big song. Do you need to, to make a film about it, do you need to like, get the rights to this
1: song? Yeah, that's the first thing you should do, <laughs> which we did. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, and, and the rights to the song are owned by a bunch of people, so that—that that in itself, getting rights was a bit of a story. Uh, but it, yeah, like we—we we knew that we couldn't really make this movie without having that song, so that was the first step for us. So let's get song rights, and then we can go from there and tell this. Um, you know, there's there's different versions which you hear in this film, and they're similar. But the lyrics are different or the rap is different or it's got a different beat. But, you know, the question, who let the dogs out, is asked over and over and, and uh, accompanied with barking. So in my, you know, it is the same song in a lot of ways.
0: Right. So Anselm Douglas is listed as the, the writer of this, this song, Doggy. So does, does he then get credit for who let the dogs out?
1: yeah so he 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 does have the copyright to Doggy, which then was, um, was was it became who let the Dogs, so, but it separates from there there's two people he was the composer, and then there's the arranger because in most music in North America if it becomes two right. it kind of breaks down Um Anselm Douglas you know great guy unfortunately was involved in a lot of the lawsuits with this as well, so as a song gets popular and wins a Grammy um people come out of the woodwork they want they want they want to claim ownership and he uh he spent a lot of years in these legal battles
0: what is it about this this song or the hook i mean you know the question of why this became such a big song which probably still mystifies a lot of people or that it was just around for so long and and managed to kind of float around to from you know one area to another What, what is it about that hook
1: I think the the most phenomenal part about this story is like that. This is a song that everybody knows. Like little kids know it and they sing it. Grandparents know it and they sing it. It's been. It really hit pop culture stratosphere. Like in a a crazy way, it was in Disney movies. It was the Seattle Mariners. uh, You know, up A Rod's up to bat song. Um, It hit sports stadiums. It hit high school chants. It hit every kind of realm that we would ever want in a song. And in the year two thousand. As much as this song is slightly annoying now, this was the biggest song. It was, it was a massive, massive hit. It was hit mm-hmm. Billboard. It won a Grammy. Um, I don't know why, but it, why this song in particular continues to sort of live and everyone <laughs> just recognizes it. Um, 40% of the song is made up of the sentence, who let the dogs out, <laughs> with, accompanied with barking. Um, there's not much more to it maybe it's cuz it's the question that we never even get answered like you've probably heard it over 10,000 times in your life without even knowing and i don't think anybody's ever asked wait who are the dogs and why did we never understand why they got let out <laughs> so maybe it's that uh, one of those unanswered mysteries mis- mysteries that we just we, we keep needing to get to the bottom of um, yeah. but it did it made an impact you know it really it really did i don't think you can take it away from the song's history is whatever we think about it now in a moment in time, it, it really was there.
0: But it, you mentioned the sports connection, which is interesting. It's not a song about sports, but it feels like a sports song. It's certainly like a, a stadium anthem. Yep.
1: Yeah, it has like that. Uh, it has that ability. I think because it involves you, because you can you, answer, you ask the question and then people bark back. Yeah, <laughs> who 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 comes back at you? And so I think it's it you know it works so well in a stadium. Um, you know, in the film, you kind of answer that. It's not only who let the dogs out in the sense of who made the song, but who helped them get out to the world. I'd say Seattle Mariners let the dogs out just as much as the guys who wrote it at the piano. Like, they're, they're as big of a part of this as anybody else.
0: And by the way, whatever happened to the Bahamans? Are they still around?
1: Oh, yeah. So this is the great... The Baja men are live in the Bahamas. They perform all the time. They play big stadiums with this song. Still, they really? just played Orlando, like a big stadium earlier, and they play they play a you know a nice sort of seven minute reggae version of the song in between. They end with this. They have a new hit out right now. They're still they're still being Bahamian.
0: <laughs> well, certainly changed their life, didn't
1: it? Oh, absolutely. You know, I <laughs> mean, they, they only see the positives in a song like this. Like you know, it's hard enough being in a band to have a band that has a hit song. It's a blessing, and they. it's hard to, to come out after dogs. Like, that is a song that, how, how do you beat dogs? Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. what, What's the next one? Um, <laughs> exactly. So they, they're just very grateful, incredible humans, and they and they, um, they really give credit to their manager, Steve Greenberg, who was Hansen's manager, and he's the guy who took the song and said, you have to cover this. You have, this is a hit. So, you know, the film is about, who let the dogs out on the quest and the journey of figuring that out? But I also think it's a film about copyright. It's a film about what makes a hit. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just it's a film about like a moment in pop music.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot to this story. Uh, folks can see it for themselves. The documentary is called "Who Let the Dogs Out." Screens uh, tomorrow night as well as uh, four o'clock on Thursday. But this is the Canadian premiere. More details at calgaryundergroundfilm.org Brent, thanks so much for joining us here this afternoon. Really appreciate this.
1: Yeah, thanks for
0: having me. All right, that is uh, Alberta Bourne, Canadian New Zealander filmmaker Brent Hodge, his latest documentary coming of the heels. Viam uh, Chris Farley, the Dan Magan documentary, uh, Freaks and Geeks, the documentary, among others, and now can add this to the list.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk, 770
0: Calgary.